if you are an entrepreneur, <laughs> sales training is your education. In the sponsor section below, click the link for Lamore Training to learn how you not only get a discount for Lamore Training, but how this service will benefit you and help you make more money. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Amsterdam Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here with Bradley Preston of Loon Weddings. How's it going? Pretty good, man. Pretty excited for this. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be fun. So give me some history on Loon Weddings, kind of where it began, all that stuff. So um, Loon Weddings started out with um, actually a recording studio I started um, back when I was a kid. I was 17. Uh, it was called Closet Productions, and um, it got its name because we started recording inside um, the closet of my parents' house. Um, recording our first demo and uh it it blossomed we had a couple artists come in uh, that were just friends from my school that i thought had a lot of talent but they were never uh, pressured to kind of go on and chase that dream and so i recorded everything with a little usb microphone with a tube sock on it a little <laughs> little wire wrapped around it my friend danny and i did that and uh things blew up next thing we knew we had um <clears throat> we had a um a bunch of shows that we'd go do live and we had um, artists get published on um, Black, uh, Blackwater Studios. We had somebody go on The Voice, someone go on American Idol. Um, a couple of people got into Berkeley School of Music. So like a lot of really good things came from it. And uh, then after everyone left, I kind of had all this equipment left over and a friend asked me to DJ their wedding. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. Um, why don't I do a video for it too? And so next thing I know, I've got a photographer, uh, I'm shooting video and I'm DJing at the same time. We do this whole like triple threat package and we go in and shoot my friend's wedding and it, people loved it. And so then I had other people ask me to do their weddings. And um, I started this January 1st and I now have like a dozen weddings. It's only been three, four months. Um, and so now it's it's becoming like a brand. I'm going to school to be a filmmaker now. So that's that's pretty exciting, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah, so that's an interesting point. So, you go into school to be a filmmaker. He said. Yeah, um, it's it's Parker Walbeck has this course uh, mm -hmm. called Full Time Filmmaker, where rather than having to go to a filmmaking school, mm -hmm. it's it's like he does a breakdown of of what filmmaking school is within like twenty five hours, and it's all the technical side, like what type of camera you want to buy, what type of lens you want to buy. Um, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then um, the creative side, how you want to do your angles, uh, the editing, whether you want to use um, Adobe Premiere Pro or Final, uh, Final Cut Pro, um, and then the business side of things, which I'm actually going to school for business, so <laughs> that's my forte. Um, so I, I love a lot of that, but uh, I'm learning so much of the behind-the-scenes stuff. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Parker Walbeck is, is known for a lot of his video production with uh, the Devin Supertramp team. So... Um, Shout out to those guys. <laughs> yeah. So, They're not paying me for ads, by the way. <laughs> I just love them. <laughs> no. Who wouldn't say we wouldn't take money for ads? <laughs> anyway, kind of funny. But um, that's really cool. I like how... Okay, so let's get to the actual question I was going to ask before we go crazy here. Why... Why weddings? Why cinematography? Where did it all come from? Because yes, you did some stuff, and I don't want to say in the closet, but yes, <laughs> that's you had, a big you, joke yeah, already. <laughs> I know. You had a little, you know, production thing going on, but what actually like spurred that movement? So I think the biggest thing was I was never good at anything. I was always the weird. I, no, seriously, I was the weird, yeah. skinny kid. Um, I I was like, I don't know, 110 pounds, pale white, you know, 
didn't really have any skills and um, I, I shot a video that my biggest thing was noticing what other people were good at and I shot a video and I mean it wasn't great but it was something that I was impressed with and I sat there and grinded um, in, in the post-production side and learned all the uh, sound editing side and it was something it was the first thing that I was really able to like put myself into yeah and uh, a lot of people don't know this about me but I was uh, socially I was not socially mute but I was very socially inept when I was a kid mm -hmm. um, when, when I say kid I mean like young high school <laughs> and um, yeah I was I was terrible with social interactions and I forced myself to to kind of get over those fears by just plunging headfirst through them um, with these type of jobs and my actual actual my uh, English teacher conditioned us on how to talk with a bell like if every time we said I'm um, like or uh, he'd ring the bell until oh, yeah, we were like enough. physically conditioned to not say those words and so I was trying to apply that philosophy to the other personal idiosyncrasies that I don't like about myself and and now I've you know I went from being an awkward kid whose passion was video games to I'll sell my Xbox for a lens to shoot a video for free because I like doing filmmaking so much and, and luckily I don't have to do too many free things so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's been it's been an outlet for me to kind of express myself and and now I'm kind of an icon for other people who are in that place I never had that person to show me how to be successful or, or how to be passionate about something. Mm -hmm. And the way I see it is, it's like, a, I think it's something like 89% of people hate their jobs and 57% of people hate their bosses. Yeah. And of, of, the, of that percentage, I don't know how much, but most of them say it's just because it pays the bills. And I don't want to be that statistic. I love what I do. Mm -hmm. I, I, work a, I work another job to pay my bills, yeah. you know, while I get this thing started, but... I'm, I'm happy to work 40, 50 hours my regular job and another 40, 50 hours of this job. Yeah. And my wife is driving, I'm driving her for a while, so. <laughs> I've been married quite a bit longer than you have and it doesn't end <laughs> because we're, we're in very similar, uh, similar situations. You know, on the side I sell cars, but that's just to make ends meet so that I can do this, you know. So I love to see that in someone, I'm assuming, what, 20? 23. 23, okay. So yeah. Seven years younger than me, or so maybe a little. I'm gonna age myself here. Yeah, about seven <laughs> years, and you know, it, it it doesn't change. I've had a lot of people that have that outlook, and it's fantastic. You know, the I'm just gonna keep working, you know, because I want to do my own thing. But I gotta pay the bills. I'm gonna make it happen, and we're gonna yeah. grow this too. And I think that's one responsible because you know, who who doesn't want to be responsible? Right. <laughs> And not many people, you know, have climbed as far as I have at a young age. I mean, I bought I bought a house at 21, mm -hmm. moved out when I was like 18. I mean, that doesn't sound like a big accomplishment for, but for our generation, that's shocking yeah. to see how many people haven't kind of taken those steps yet. And I'm not saying like, oh, I had, you know, I had better uh, financial standings to do those things. Like, no, I worked hard. I worked 80 hours a week at a restaurant when I was 17, <laughs> managing it. By the way, yeah. managing this restaurant at 17, and I made nine dollars an hour. But yeah. I but I paid my rent with it. I didn't I didn't get to be in my apartment more than just to sleep. But I still paid my rent, and you know I I adulted through that. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So so you do weddings. You said you do some DJing and some videography mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, what's that process kind of look like? Because I know some people have a very regimented process of how they go through it. What's it like for you guys? Yeah, so it's definitely a lot more hectic when when you're. For those of you who have planned a wedding or are helping plan a wedding, uh, maybe you've had your own wedding, um, a lot of you think, oh, you, you just hire the DJ. You know, you may talk to him on the phone or you may even meet him in person if, if he's really good. And then um, 
he shows up on the day, does some DJing, and leaves. Whereas with me, because I'm the DJ, I'm the photographer, I'm the videographer, I'm kind of running the show behind the scenes. I'm the multimedia service provider. Um, there's a lot more pressure because everything kind of has to be coordinated together. So I've actually had um, several times I've had the wedding planners of these uh, venues stop planning the weddings, like the, the managers of the night, stop what they're doing and come to me and ask me when things are going to be happening because I've got my hand in so many different things here that they kind of need to coordinate themselves around what I do. So it's a lot more hectic. Um, rather than being there for six hours, I'm normally out for 14, 16 hours at a time. Um, and uh, we actually just started working with um, Colby Sawyer College. Okay. So I've got some interns that, that are now with me. Um, we got Alicia Lacasse and Chelsea Wasson. Um, and so they're, they've been excellent help with the photography and video side of things. Still getting used to the DJ side of things, but um, it's nice to have my my other people out there helping um, and shout out to my friend Danny Chaves he he was kind of the one who really got me into this um, this feel of doing uh, videography and, and the music inside of things um, and he helped me with the first wedding but he's actually he moved out to LA now he's got his own production company out there so that's really good yeah yeah that's pretty cool I like seeing the like it's the it's almost a push from someone else and even if they're not in the business or anything like that it's yeah. like that initial yeah, it's kind of a good idea, and then you just go. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I think both of us have, have verbally agreed that if either one of us makes it famous, we're just going to, like, help the other one out. <laughs> <laughs> even even if, like, because Danny and I, we, we have an interesting relationship. We, we disagree on a lot of things. We have different personalities, but then we'll, like, fight to the death on the same vision sometimes. So it's And we make amazing work together. So yeah. um, it's one of those things that, like, we, we each have to kind of do of our own, our own thing. But then once things are going well, we, like, go back and get the other person in them out get them going and then we split off again because we argue about we bicker about too much stuff that that no, nothing you should be bickering about but you know it's just different visions for the same goal well yeah and I, I've, I've seen that a lot you know i have friends who are very successful and together we cannot work together yeah. like it's just it will not happen um we're both we're all super passionate we love what we do we'll not work together on projects because yeah it just we would clash too much I mean, not yeah. to not to compare myself so highly, but think of like Picasso and Da Vinci, like both yeah. great artists. But you, you you were like, oh, okay, here's a canvas. Two of you work together. Put your heads together. I bet you they'd bicker on a lot of stuff because yeah. they're just different artists. Yeah, they do. Um, they're doing things. And I I can speak for myself. I mean, even when I'm editing with with my interns, there's so many things that I'm like, oh, I would have done that differently, but I can't tell them that because that's just me doing it differently. And then they'll bring up a great point, and I'm like, oh wow, I didn't think of that. Um, so it's it's always just kind of like a different perspective. Yeah, um, yeah. So it makes them magical, I guess. Yeah, well, that's why it's art, you know. Yeah, exactly. Art is in fact subjective. Yeah. And what you think is art, someone else would be like, "No, that's stupid. Why would you do that?" Yeah. And so, you know, everyone paints differently. Everyone draws differently. It's kind of that same. How you would put a video together is very different than someone else. And mm -hmm. so yeah. Yeah. I see that. <laughs> okay, we're gonna take a quick break here for the sponsors. So everyone, hold tight. Having sponsors is really important for the New Hampshire Business Show as we grow and become a more stable business. So if you would like to get in front of entrepreneurs here in New Hampshire, whether you're a B2B type business or you serve another product, reach out, let us know. There's a link in the description below under sponsor and just fill out the form and it'll take you, it'll send your information right over to me. If you are looking for a group to network with, Head into the sponsor section below and 
check out Friends of Kevin and New England B2B. It's an amazing system, amazing service, and Kevin is a real professional. Hey, so before we get into some of the more nitty-gritty stuff, sure. um, what's your area look like? What, how, how far do you travel? Kind of... Um, so I'm traveling about an hour to get here. Um, I'm the northern, uh, northeastern side of New Hampshire, so up near uh, Lebanon. I don't know if you're familiar with yeah. that. It's right next to uh, Vermont. Yeah. Um, but a lot of my business is primarily like within that 60 mile range. Um, okay. So into Vermont, into New Hampshire, mostly that. Okay. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then, so we were talking a little bit about the internship in the school and stuff like that. Talk a little about that, because that's kind of cool, because that's actually an area I'm looking to go down very shortly. Yeah. So you're kind of a little further ahead of where I am at that point. Uh, yeah, so, uh, well, it started out as um, when we did our first wedding, uh, my friend Alicia had, um, let me back up, my friend Alicia had um, asked us for help. She was in film school, and she asked us for help on a project, and I was like, yeah, um, come on over, my friend Dan and I will help you out. And, we pulled out all the fancy stabilizers and gimbals and things like that. And um, she was just supposed to do like a music video. And we ended mm -hmm. up doing um, a song by the Chainsmokers. Um, and we like blew it out of the water. We filmed the whole thing in like a night. Mm -hmm. We had, I mean, it was, it was so bad that we even had to have like people stand in front of the windows to make it look like it was dark to complete the rest <laughs> of the filming. Yeah. Um, but things went really well with that, and, and she really seemed to like that. So when it came time to do the wedding, when I was asked for that, I asked her naturally to be a part of it. And um, and she had mentioned that she needed to do an internship, so it would be cool if we could do something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I've got such a passion for um, instructing, and like I would love to be a teacher, but I'm not smart enough, I feel like. So <laughs> I, don't ha I don't have the time or resource or money to go to school for that. Uh, but this seemed like a good opportunity to meet in the middle. So I looked into what the internship program would be at, uh, would be like for Colby Sawyer. Yeah. And um, I messaged the Harrington Center, which is their um, their internship program there, and uh, they accepted us. So I had to get approved by the labor board, and it was um, just a couple hoops I had to jump through. But other than that, I mean, it was it was pretty simple. And now I've got um, two interns. Um, the other one was her friend that they worked together on a project, loved our work, decided yeah. to come and work with us, um, and. Since then, I mean, th this last month, just trying to put together some material for her to work on, um, we've we've gotten so many jobs. We did a job for Electric Impulse, uh, DJ Cruel. We're shooting a job for Consign and Design. We're gonna do some run and gun shooting. That's kind of like um, American Pickers, if you've ever seen that. It's mm -hmm. it's like a, a New Hampshire version of that. That's all like historically based things. Um, and then uh, we're, we're gonna be shooting a film for uh, Sanctuary Dairy Farm. So. Um, there's a lot of stuff that the students are going to be working on now that they're kind of teaching me and, and I'm giving them the opportunity to learn. So Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Um, you actually touched on something I think is pretty interesting. A lot of new companies run into an issue right off the bat that you don't seem to be having, and that's building a book of business that, you know, essentially pays them to, or, you know, yeah, pays essentially pays them. So how are you going about that so well? So the biggest thing that I can say is um, it's a shout-out to Parker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it, it's something that I've always implied before I even heard uh, his specific term for it, but it's called free to fee. Um, and the, the best way to talk about this is people want perceived benefits. Mm -hmm. So if I gave you a, a price for a service, say it was $300, and... Um, <clears throat> 
and and you were like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's kind of expensive. It's out of my budget. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I told you industry standard is a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars? I'm doing it for eight hundred dollars. Would you be willing to negotiate down to three hundred or four fifty? Yeah, we could do that. What if what if you could throw in a connection? What if you could help me meet somebody that could help me make more money later? Uh, a lot of it is negotiating the first job for free. Like this DJ Cruel video I did. Yeah. I offered to do it for free. I came in with my equipment. I brought a friend with me, shot the whole thing, edited it in, I think, a couple days, sent it out. They loved it. Electric Impulse called me. They wanted to hire me for their whole fall circuit. So if I hadn't been willing to do that first job for free, I wouldn't be able to collect on the opportunities later on. Now, this this guy who owns Electric Impulse, he's going to have all kinds of connections for me, whether it's other DJs, people in real estate, um, you know, people in the Boston area. Yeah. They're going to have deeper pockets that I could potentially get closer to my rate so um real estate for example if you aim for the 10 to 12 million dollar real estate houses which there's not many people who shoot cinematography in that area you know so if you can do real estate for them for the the expensive real estate it's like three to four three four five thousand dollars a job for their marketing budget so you can make good money doing that but you need a good house to work with so go walk around to some of the rich houses around here you know anything that's in a couple millions of dollars be like hey do you want a free video of your house? I got a drone. Fly over your house with a drone shot. And, you know, people love the word free. So oh, yeah. that's where we start with. And then once we can add value to our business, that's when we can um, establish a, a price for yeah. our clients. That's pretty good. Because I've, I've run into some individuals, and we've, we talked about this a little bit earlier, with someone that was contracted with me for a little bit. And their big thing was never do free jobs. Yeah, no, and, I despise that. <laughs> and I I agree with you on this. I do I do personally a ton of work for free. Like, the show is free. Uh, some of my social media services are free. You know, just one, I'm way too nice. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, it opens doors that sometimes you wouldn't be able to get into. Yeah. Because some businesses don't have money, like, at all. So, you know. I can see that. Yeah, and the biggest thing I can compare to is, um, I don't want to name names, but I, I have a friend who um, is, is big into art, and he's an amazing artist. He mm-hmm. does crazy work. But a lot of the time, he wants, um, he wants like, upfront payment, or he wants to get some kind of benefit right off the bat. Yeah. And as much as I agree with that, equal pay for equal work, mm-hmm. in the industry of art, it's hard for other people to see the value of your product. And I'm going to quote one of my favorite college professors. He says... If the customer thinks you suck, you suck. It doesn't matter how good you are at something. If the customer doesn't see value in it, you're not going to have value in it in resale. So establish value with the customer. If I do one free job for somebody and then I get a a good job out of it after that, that doesn't mean that all the rest of my jobs are going to be good. I'm going to have to do a couple more free jobs. Until I have enough of a portfolio that I can make a demo reel and I can sell it to a larger client. I could go get hired by, you know, BMW or Microsoft or probably not Microsoft because they're cool. (laughs) But, you know, I can get a bigger client where I can be like, hey, I can shoot your video for the Super Bowl. You know? Yeah. What's your budget? 30000 You know? that's. But I had to do a bunch of free jobs and small jobs and free jobs and small jobs to, to get that level. And... It also buys you equipment. I mean, I came yeah. into this thing with, um, let's see, I had a little uh, point and shoot, and it was like a $40 camera that I first recorded our, our first song on. 
and then I went to like a hundred dollar camera. I went to Walmart and bought the the display model because it was cheaper. Yeah. And and I worked with that a little bit, and it was like broken and played video backwards and stuff. It was terrible. I had to do a bunch of stuff in post to get it to work. But then I took some of that money and I um, I invested in better equipment. I got the Nikon D3400 and then I got the uh, Canon T6i and the T6. Um, And one day I'll get the Canon 5D Mark IV that shoots in 4K video, which is like, oh, need that. Um, And then one day maybe I'll have the Red Weapon. But when you show up to do a real estate video and you've got all those crazy gadgets, uh, not only does it look cool, but it, it gives your value more of an impression to the client. Yeah. Not to say that, I mean, one of my best videos I shot with the Google Pixel and the Galaxy S8, and how many people have those in their pockets right now? Yeah. Like everybody. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, even the iPhone is crazy. Yeah. So don't think that the quality of production comes from the nice equipment. It's, it's really who's behind the camera, but it doesn't hurt to add that impression. Yeah, having that nice equipment definitely yeah. sets like uh, okay at least he he's serious enough to go buy this equipment yeah ex- and if he knows how to at least function it then that's a little bit of credibility mm-hmm. you know he is, is but you're right it is a little bit of talent yeah. thing but talking about cameras have you seen was it the the i think it's red they have a cell phone that they're coming out with red's coming out with a cell phone I no mean, have you seen that i haven't oh, seen oh it. my god it's really cool i like i'm <laughs> yeah this is way off topic but <laughs> yeah uh yeah, oh, okay. I saw I saw the picture of it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is really cool looking. Like, if I had need for something like that, I would totally do it. It's super expensive. But yeah, I mean, as long as it's like within my price, I'm actually looking at going with the S8 right now because um, it's the only phone that has an SD card, a micro SD card that you can eject out of it. Yeah. And a lot of the cool. shoots that I do are low light. Like, if I go and do a DJ show, it's low light. Yeah. And I had to put away my my Canon because it was just it couldn't aim in that low of light. Which, granted, you can get nice lenses, but yeah. two three thousand dollars a piece. Yeah. Whereas a Galaxy S8 is, you know, 940 bucks. Yeah. And I can throw that on my on my crane gimbal and I got some awesome shots, but it'd be nice to be able to just eject the SD card, load it on my laptop, put it back. Yeah. And um sorry, the other phone companies aren't doing that yet. If they step it up, I'd love to stick with them, but Yeah. You know. Exactly. Sometimes it's got to move where the yeah. you know, value is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Especially with the new uh, Google Assistant coming out. I don't know if you've seen that, but that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I've seen videos of it with like it's getting pretty smart and Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure it's going to kill us all. Oh yeah, I'm totally down <laughs> with that though. If I die from robots like I mean, a lot of people died from like I don't know, like gangrene and like <laughs> you know, just like choking and stuff. Like yeah. that's lame. I don't want to die from like iRobot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So future of the company. We've talked a lot about, you know, what you're looking to do. You've already talked about oh you would love to get into some of these bigger productions with like BMW and yeah, like yeah. the Super Bowl and so where are you guys looking to go? Um honestly, it's hard to say. I, I think I I've got a good five year plan with yeah. um with Loon Weddings where I like to um build up the brand enough where we're doing all wedding services. So right now I'm going to, I'm going to break the envelope a bit. We just picked up, um, cakes. So now we do DJ photography, video and cakes. Um, and eventually we'd like to add floral. We'd like to add, um, bartending and, um, you know, linens and and other wedding supplies. We'd like to make like a network of, Mm -hmm. of wedding services through us. And rather than collect on, um, on, uh, what's the word? percentages of sales i'd like to turn that around and give that that uh, profit back to the people purchasing their wedding so that they would get a discount on all these things and it would make buying and planning a nice wedding a lot more affordable um so so that's the plan there 
it's going to take five or six years, I'd say. Um, who knows? I, I may just sell it once I get to that point and go on to something else. But I'd really like to get into being a full-time filmmaker. Um, I'd like to I'd love to intern with um, full-time filmmaker Parker <laughs> Wallbeck. Um, and <laughs> people make so many jokes. It's so bad. <laughs> I like his stuff. But um, and I, I'd love to do some some stuff that will get me to travel. Uh, yeah. I born and raised in New Hampshire. I've only seen like three states other than this place. And yeah. I live on the border of Vermont, so only count two of those. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to do some more traveling, things like that. Um, but the biggest thing I'd say was would be to work with like a major production company like DreamWorks. Um, yeah. I'd like to go work with, uh, honestly, Disney would be awesome to work for, um, get on some of those sets. Um, Universal Studios would be pretty awesome. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even mind working with like MTV. I'll film Team Mom or Jersey Shore. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those sound interesting. Yeah. You get to see people beat each other up. Yeah. And get pretty... any better than that. <laughs> I like that. So, it's pretty good. It's like, I could see, well, kind of from what you were saying earlier, I would look at growing your own business and seeing what you can do, mm -hmm. because. I'm, I'm not going to say working for Disney isn't a good thing, because there's definitely a lot of opportunity to learn there. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd be stuck under so many rules and stuff. Yeah, that yeah. It's, it's tough to I'm pick not much, which way you want to go, you know? Yeah, I'm not much for staying under under the house of other people, yeah. too. Um, but, I, you know, if I can, if it's sustainable, yeah. I would love to have a program where I'm doing film production, mm -hmm. but then I'm also spending, you know, 50 to more, 50 or more percent of my time teaching other people to make a living with the skills that people really take advantage of or, or don't take advantage of you know yeah. people who artists filmmakers musicians people who are always just working for food and you know not really making a living off of it i'd like to create an opportunity where they could come and um really exercise those options um and and that's where a lot of uh, closet productions came from we had like 15 artists that were all high schoolers that you know if if they hadn't found closet productions and started working with us, um, they would never go on to go to music school or to learn production or go, get into Berkeley or um, get into film. And, and a lot of that came from just some pale white kids closet, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah. it was just because I, I had the determination and the vision to, to really step it up with that. And I am so thankful for the, for the uh, contacts that I had to help me get there. I had a guy come in and do all my sound. Um, I had someone help me with cameras. I had another guy set up with, um, with clients and like helping us book um, gigs and stuff. And now I've, I've learned all those myself so I can do those myself. But mm -hmm. you know, I, I had to have a lot of help and there was a lot of failing. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. I, <laughs> I, I can't stress that enough. Some people say uh, to fail is to die, but I fail every day, yeah. every day, all the time. Yeah. A concerning alarming amount. I fail. <laughs> but, um, but when I do succeed, it's like, it's bittersweet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Pretty cool. Awesome. So people that want to reach out and get in touch with you, maybe film a wedding, how they do it? Um, yeah, if you're interested in uh, doing an internship with us or even just looking to collaborate, um, you can message us on Facebook or check out our website. It's www.loonweddings.com. That's loon like the bird um, that floats on water. And uh, yeah, same thing, facebook.com forward slash loonweddings. Um, or you could check out Closet Productions. Um, that's the same thing on Facebook. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. If you if you got production experience if you are interested in doing modeling or acting we'd love to have some subjects on camera um, i've got a couple people that are already really interested in that we're going to be doing a uh, a fake wedding shoot to try and get some really beautiful shots that are all staged so we're getting like 10 15 people together 
getting a bunch of rented dresses and tuxes and stuff and have everyone just kind of walk down the aisle and fake it we're gonna get a bunch of pictures make it nice. look like uh we've we've got a lot more material that way we can get the really tedious shots that i don't want to ruin someone else's wedding to do um, yeah you know like getting really up close or um getting just a beautiful like high contrast shot um drone shots those kind of things so yeah. if you're interested in being in a part of that send me a message i'd love to talk with you guys Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, this has been very different than I thought it was going to be. It's really cool. <laughs> I, like, uh, I think you guys have a good future ahead of you. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yep. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, we're going to roll out with the last word from our sponsors, and everyone have a great day. My website is looking great. It's just about ready to go to market. So if you need your own website, Click on the link in the sponsor section for Zim Ventures. Head over, check them out, um, see if it's a solution that works for you, and get started.